This episode is brought to you by Prima, a broad-spectrum CBD company. Did you know that 75 to 90% of all doctor visits are for stress-related issues? Many of us are operating in survival mode, expecting our skin, bodies, and minds to thrive when we're running on empty. So, to change this reality, we really love this new purpose-led, California-based hemp CBD brand, Prima. They're dedicated to helping you rise above modern-day stress so every day is a little better with their doctor-formulated, clinically-validated, high-performance products for skin, body, and mind. And if you're not sure where to start, you can always try Prima's The Daily CBD Capsules to help relieve everyday stress. Or if you're in need of a restful night's sleep without waking up groggy the next morning, Prima's Sleep Tight will give you the sleep you've been dreaming of. And you guys have heard this plenty of times, but my personal favorite is their bath gem. It's the perfect addition to a self-care bath night. So Prima is offering our listeners an exclusive limited time 15% off offer with the code FADISH. So head on over to Prima.co, that's P-R-I-M-A dot C-O, and enter the code FADISH, F-A-D-I-S-H, and feel better every day. Welcome back to Faddish. This is Mia and Nikita, and we're here to talk about fresh dog food. <laughs> yes, all of the different kinds of dog food. I feel like that's been a, an up and coming trend for a little while now. Mm-hmm. With I've heard all kinds of crazy things like you should give them raw meat, you should give them, you know, I don't even know. Like I know a lot of people will do like home cooked dog food, um, like meal prep for their dog. I've done it thoroughly in the past, <laughs> but. I've learned, I feel like I've gotten to learn a lot, but I'm excited to learn the latest and greatest in, in research provided by Yeah, this was, this was fun. It's our first non-human fad. But the dog business is so booming, right? Like, oh my gosh, yeah. All the new pandemic puppies and kittens. (laughs) And just like millennials can't afford to like have kids as early as I feel like other generations were able to. And so That's nor do so they true. necessarily want to. I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but like I think that's caused people to have dogs, but like really pamper their dogs their way they would almost do them for a kid. I saw this meme that was like, millennials are trying to buy houses with yards, not for themselves or for their kids, but for their dogs. And I was like, that is so true. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds like all my friends with dogs. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, you want to give them the life that they deserve. Right. <laughs> it's it's funny. So anyone who doesn't know, Rolly is my family's dog. He, we've had him since he was a pup. He's a rescue, and he's a little funny looking sometimes, but very cute. Um, he's like a chihuahua terrier, but has, like the coat of a golden retriever it doesn't really make sense um but yeah he's very cute he background on him before Mia dives into why we even tried this is he has traditionally been a little obese um honestly I think he started he was like 
he didn't get neutered until maybe he was like a year and a half old or maybe two. And he was like really skinny back then. And then he got neutered and then he got fat. And so I I joke that he lost his like desire to look good after, after he got neutered. Um, But then he got fat, was like pretty lethargic. And then he moved in with John and I about seven months ago and he's been living here ever since and we put him on a diet and we've tried these fresh dog foods so that's kind of what sparked this episode to be created and I'll talk about all of all of how he's been since his diet change and tell you if it worked or not but pretty pretty exciting I'm ex- I feel like Rolly also has an Instagram at Rolly the Rescue we'll throw a different Instagram at you guys because we always throw at Faddish Pod, which you should also follow. <laughs> we will dive in, dive into some facts. Mia doesn't have a dog. I guess we should highlight that. Yeah, I would say I like to tell people because people are like, you love dogs. Like, why don't you get a dog? I am the type of person, I do love dogs, but I like love my friend's dogs. <laughs> yeah. I am not ready to have my own dog. It's so much work. I don't, I, I really didn't want one to live here, but circumstances the way they are we now have a dog here <laughs> but yeah, you know like the fun aunt I get yeah. the I get the benefit of just popping in for a little bit and then that's it <laughs> which is how I feel about children <laughs> exactly so this research was like pretty new for me because I we had a family dog when I was younger but I don't really remember too much about like the care of the dog you know so yeah. I haven't had to be in the world of like, what food do I get? So all of this was pretty much new to me. What I did, cause there's a lot of ways you could go with dog food. So I basically just looked up the different types of dog food, the benefits of those, and then the cons of those. Great. And just before I get into it, the different sites that I used, not Healthline, but I kind of figured they wouldn't have too much on this. <laughs> they did not pop up. So <laughs> I looked at PetMD. I looked at a blog called SpotPetins.com. I looked at the Spruce Pets, the American Kennel Club, and then Top Dog Tips. <laughs> so very different types of resources than we normally would look at. The American Kennel Club is like, I honestly, they're a club, but like they certify dogs basically. So like... Growing up, we had a golden retriever, and he was a AKC golden retriever, which means you can, like, show him in shows, mm. but, like, you couldn't. This guy was, like, not, <laughs> not obedient. No, he was really obedient, but, like, he wasn't not a show dog. Re- he wasn't ready to be a show dog. But, yeah, so I think that's what AKC is for anyone who, yep. who doesn't know. The three different kinds of food I looked at, actually four kinds. Forgot I did four. So first is dry dog food, and then I looked at wet food or canned food, and then fresh dog food, and then raw dog food. Fun. This is so exciting. I cannot wait to learn. (laughs) Let's start with dry dog food, which is most commonly known as kibble. Kibble is a mixture of meat sources, grains, starches, fruits and veggies, vitamins, and minerals. The higher quality kibble will typically contain more protein than starches. And then some brands are even grain free. So that's kibble. Okay. Next we have wet food or canned food. Same okay, thing. Okay, back one back step to kibble. So it's okay. It's those ingredients, but like dehydrate, not even dehydrated. Like, how, do, are you gonna? Maybe you'll run into how it's made. Yes. 
So kibble, or again, dry food, is made by mixing both of those wet and dry ingredients. And then it's basically made into a dough. And then in the extrusion process, the dough is heated under pressure and it's pushed through a machine that cuts it into the little kibble bite-sized pieces. The kibble is dried, cooled, and then sprayed so that it can be uh, preserved and last a while. Okay, so yeah, like, goes through a lot. It takes food that is seemingly probably should be in the fridge and then makes it so it's mm-hmm. not in the fridge. Yeah. Got it. Which I imagine is, like, comparable to human processed foods. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, have you seen these camping meals? Really side, mm-hmm. sidebar. Mm-hmm. What are those? We, that's, we I feel like that's, it. like, astronaut food, too. Yeah. When we were you know? camping, this, like, guy had it, and you just, like, boil water and pour it in. And I was like, what yeah. is that? That seems like something my dog would eat. Maybe not even that. <laughs> so comparable to that, camping food. <laughs> okay, so that's dry or kibble. The next we have wet food or canned food. So wet dog food has a way higher water content. And mm. wet food starts with grinding the protein sources or any meat ingredients. And then they call it a gravy <laughs> that contains vitamins, minerals, and grains that are then added to the mix. So once it's mixed, the food is cooked, and then it's sterilized to produce the canned finished product. Got it. So I assume the sterilization is what makes it be not perishable. Mm-hmm. And again, the main part of this is it's way higher water content. Okay. What's fresh dog food? So fresh dog food is essentially homemade meals. Um, you know, either the pet owner can make the meals or obviously it's made by a company or a pet food store. But it's meals that consist of high quality protein sources, veggies, grains, and supplements. And you basically would prepare fresh dog food how you would prepare human meals. When I was looking up, this one blog had different recipes, and it's basically all these meals that humans could eat. So that's fresh dog food, aka human food. (laughs) Yeah, so like humans probably shouldn't eat kibble or Mm -hmm. wet canned food. Yeah, please I have a, (laughs) I remember this in third grade. I had like a friend who I went over to her house for a play date and she thought it was so funny to like swap her dog, her, they had a thing of um, cocoa puffs and she like swapped it with the same container of dog food and her brother had <gasps> poured it into a bowl and then had like one bite of it and was of course, like, of course realized it, but her brother was like younger than us. I think he was in like second grade. And so he didn't want to seem like not cool about it. Oh, no. and so he like ate it. And I was like, Ugh, oh my God, I don't think so you should gross. be doing that. Yeah. Ugh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, a little good visual for all of you. Ruthless. <laughs> the last one, this one, I didn't even, it wasn't on all of the articles I was looking at at first, but then I saw it and I was like, what is this? And I haven't heard of this, but raw dog food, mm-hmm. raw, the raw diet, or it's more commonly known as the BARF diet, B-A-R-F, oh. okay. which stands barf? for, mm-hmm, like, like throwing vomit. up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it stands for bones and raw food. Or, or biologically appropriate raw food. Okay. And this was 
this term was created by this vet, Dr. Ian Billinghurst, in 1993. And it's basically meant to mimic what dogs would eat pre-domestication. So if they're in the wild. But in the safety of their home with their stainless Mm -hmm. steel bowl. Yes. (laughs) Yep. And what this consists of, essentially, are bones, either whole or ground, organ meats, such as livers and kidneys, raw eggs... Vegetables like broccoli, spinach, celery, but raw. I'm sorry. Where are those? Where are these dogs getting this kind of meal in the wild? <laughs> They're hunting. You can't get broccoli, celery. The yeah, the vegetables. Place. Unsure, and then the fruit, apples or other fruit. Unsure where that comes from, and then this last right one right next to a conveniently placed liver. They go to the dog market. That's where they go. <laughs> <laughs> But this last ingredient is some dairy, like yogurt, which also, like, what? Where would they get that from? They're for sure going to Whole Foods. Unless they just, like, eat a whole cow and (laughs) get into the milk part of it, but I don't know. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought the, like, raw dog diet was literally just, like, a slab of steak. Mm. So that's good That's what I would assume. But But yeah, it has all... Mm -hmm. Just all raw, like nothing's cooked. Exactly. So I would say it's basically like the fresh food diet if it were all raw. Okay, but fresh food like gets cooked. Right. But the raw diet essentially is like food that humans would eat, you know? It's not like processed food. Okay, so those are the four types and what they are. So let's get into the benefits. So for dry food, this is actually the most researched and effective diet that you can give to your dog. Because it's, I guess, been around the longest and been practiced the longest. This also has dental health benefits. So dry food encourages dogs to chew their food, which aids in preventing um, tartar buildup. And then it also helps to prevent periodontal disease. I don't know what that is. Periodontal disease is like gum disease. Oh, okay. Humans get it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what that is. But I was thinking about that today as I was watching Rolly eat his fresh food. I was like, he really doesn't use his teeth much. Like, should I, mm. should we be throwing something in there that's mm-hmm. a little hearty on the teeth? But oh, yeah. it sounds like yes. <laughs> yeah, so it helps with dental health. And then, of course, the convenience of it, you know, compared to even wet food, but also uh, fresh food, it's so much easier to pre-portion. It's not going to spoil if you leave it out all day. Um, which then makes this more beneficial for dogs that are grazers so they can come back and eat if they're not done. I feel like the biggest thing is that it's so convenient. You just like scoop and go. Scoop it, dump it, you're good. Yeah. And this next one is similar, but it's financially more beneficial. It's typically going to be less expensive than the other three options that I listed. Yeah. And then of course it lasts longer. And then this last one is kibble. It's easier to integrate into those food puzzles and slow feeders, which oh, may yeah. improve a dog's quality of life through cognitive stimulation. Oh, like it's fun. Oh, they're like hunting. Because they have to think. My friend who got uh, the corgi puppy, <laughs> we put food in this little puzzle. And it was so funny to watch him try to figure out how to get the food out. Yeah. Basically had like little lids over these little pockets and you had to figure out how to like get the lid off to eat. So it just helps to stimulate their yeah. thinking. We have a dog friend named Fuji and he 
like eats really fast so he eats in like a food puzzle so that he can eat slower too but yeah fits kibble well yep imagine wet food in there Mm -hmm. (laughs) clean up nope (laughs) would not be able to get that out yeah (laughs) and then the last benefit of uh dry food is it tends to have a lot of added vitamins Mm. so that's always good that is something i'm talking way too much for the research portion and i know (laughs) it but that is something that i feel like is such a commonly missed thing that i'm sure you'll cover but like dogs also need vitamins that isn't just found in in this stuff which i didn't know either so Mm -hmm. interesting i didn't realize dry had the most or had a lot yeah so those are the benefits of dry so then wet food again it has a higher moisture content which will help keep your dogs hydrated especially if they don't drink as much water as they should so if you do have a dog who doesn't drink a lot of water you can get their water intake through wet food And then wet food typically is lower in carbohydrates and higher in protein and fat than dry food. This is maybe what happened to Rolly, but high carbohydrate intake may contribute to obesity in dogs. So wet food can help (laughs) with preventing that weight gain. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. This one's kind of funny, but canned food is typically more aromatic and flavorful when compared to dry food. It may be more appealing to like sicker dogs or old dogs uh, to increase their appetite. Then wet dog food tends to give you, a not give you, give dogs <laughs> a longer lasting feeling of being full, uh, which again could be helpful in weight management. And then okay. lastly, it's easier to chew, obviously compared to kibble. So if you do have dogs that have dental issues or oral uh, abnormalities, wet food is probably the way to go interesting okay oh and then also another benefit forgot to write down but it does last long especially in the cans so it has a long shelf life which is nice yeah it's like canned goods mm-hmm. human exactly yeah yep. like those beans we all bought at the beginning of the pandemic i've been going for beans like so much and you know it's really hard to go buy like for a while i couldn't find yeah them, but now everything's <laughs> back to normal <laughs> Oh, the beginning of the pandemic. What a time. Yeah. All right. Fresh food. So what are the benefits of fresh food? Fresh food is obviously made with real ingredients. Like we mentioned, it's food that humans can eat. And there's actually a lot of benefits. So um, it can help with heart health. It can help increase energy levels. It can make coats shinier and dog their breath smell better can also lead to improving eyesight and then also helping with dog's stool because it uh, is easier on the dog's digestive system. So lots of great benefits. Yeah. One of them that's, you know, pretty uh, obvious is that you know what ingredients are in fresh food, especially if you're making it because, you know, you know what you're putting in there. But typically, and Nikita can touch on this when she talks about her experience, but If you do get it from like a delivery service or if you pick it up in the refrigerated section at a pet store, you can read the ingredients on the back similar to how you would on like a salad that you got at Whole Foods. So there's no surprises. You know what's in it. Yeah, I think kibble also will tell you what's in it, but like you won't know what they mean a lot Mm -hmm. of times. So that's the difference. The one thing, sorry, are you done with fresh food? No. Okay, go, go, go. (laughs) 
So again, it's easier on the digestive system because you're reducing processed ingredients. So the kibble, you're getting rid of that or you're less of that, which helps them to digest better, which then leads to having more energy because their bodies aren't slowed down by a long, heavy digestion. Based off all those benefits I listed at the beginning, it could lead to potentially less vet visits. So that's great for you and the dog. This one is just not really a benefit, but just like a plug and we're not sponsored by them at all. But I was reading this uh, delivery service, Ollie. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Okay. So they actually work with canine nutritionists to develop the foods that they'll deliver. So they can calculate the exact number of calories for your dog based off of the weight, breed, age, activity level, um, allergies, and they'll actually make basically like custom meals. So that is, if you can, if you want to go that route, that's um, obviously the best approach for fresh food for your dog. It'll be just what they need. That's all my benefits of fresh food. Okay. The one caveat I'd add into there about the at-home one, which I'll talk about too when I go through the experience, is the vitamin component. Um, A lot of these fresh dog foods that are made not at home have vitamins added to it, but at home unless you're buying these supplements and crushing them and putting them in, it's really hard to get the balance that your dog needs. So that was, I feel like, one huge downside of at-home dog, fresh dog food um, that I think people don't realize and they think they're doing their dog good and it's actually really bad for your dog, which is what I learned. I'll share how I learned in the experience. So stay tuned for that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to touch on that when I get to the cons of all of these. Okay, so for raw, it's pretty similar raw, the benefits as to fresh food. So it also can provide shinier coats, healthier skin, improve uh, teeth health, give higher energies, smaller stools. So all very similar to the fresh food. Um, Again, if especially if you're doing it yourself, you can customize it to your dog's needs. You know exactly what ingredients are going in there as well. So yeah, again, pretty much on point, uh, the same benefits as fresh food. So no difference of no, them not that I cooked th- versus raw. Yeah, not that I found. In terms of benefits. Really? Yeah. As far as I found. <laughs> so if anyone knows of a difference, let us know. <laughs> okay, interesting. So the same. Yeah. Again, if anyone knows or if anyone's tried raw dog food versus fresh food, let us know. Okay, so potential cons. So I'll start with kibble. There's not too many. Uh, The first is kind of what we talked about, that kibble includes low-quality ingredients. Sometimes there's added sugars and preservatives. So if you are going kibble, you know, read the ingredients, do your research, figure out, you know, what has the highest-quality ingredients in it. And then I mentioned this earlier, but most kibble brands are carb heavy, which can contribute to obesity in your dogs. <laughs> it's harder to know what exactly you're feeding their dog. Like Nikita said, if you're reading the ingredient label, you may not know what it means. So you're not sure what you're giving your dog. It's like when we try fads and it says like expeller pressed <laughs> something and we're like, huh? Exactly. <laughs> okay, so that's kibble so cons of wet food uh one of them is just financially it's more expensive than dry dog food and then throughout the day it'll spoil quicker so again what i talked about dry food is better for grazers whereas wet food not so much because it'll spoil quicker 
Wet food often contains more fat than dry food. Certain dogs shouldn't have too much fat in their diet and it could lead to, or for those who have a predisposition to pancreatitis or they're sensitive to fatty foods, they shouldn't eat wet foods. How would one know that, right? Like, what vet, vet is going to tell me? Your, your dog seems like pretty predisposed to pancreatitis. <laughs> yeah, unsure. <laughs> but if you know, don't do wet food. Yeah. And this one, this next one's funny because it's the opposite of the benefit of dry food. So wet food may increase tartar buildup on dog's teeth. Whereas if you oh. remember, dry food helped with dental care and health. And that makes sense because you were saying by them like chewing on it, it mm-hmm. helps use their teeth if they're not using it. That would make yep. sense. Exactly. Okay. And then lastly, the cans that the wet food comes in may be lined with bisphenol A, BPA. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually read what BPA is. So yeah, that could BPA be... BPA-free bottles. No idea. Yeah. That <laughs> <one's> free, right? <laughs> So I guess look at look out for that on the cans to see if it says BPA free because BPA that has been detected in bloodstreams of dogs could have Aww. negative effects on their body. So sad. Be careful of that. Okay. So that's wet food. For fresh food. Yeah, sorry, I definitely rained on your parade. Here. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard at home and I was like, be careful. If you stop yeah. listening, then you, you don't want to miss this. <laughs> so basically what Nikita said, the Merrick Veterinary Manual warns that most homemade diets don't undergo the scrutiny and testing that's applied to commercial uh, food making. Exactly what Nikita said. You need to make sure you know the vitamins, the nutrition that your dog should be getting to add into their homemade food. For I mean, for all of this, I forgot to mention at the beginning whatever food you're feeding your dog, you should check with a vet to make sure you're giving them what they need. Mm-hmm. Not providing all the necessary nutrition is one of the biggest dangers of preparing homemade food. It's hard, I think, for the average owner to know the calculations of what you should feed your dog. Like, I would have yeah. no idea. So, and then also like dog allergies, make sure you're taking that into consideration. And then it's more expensive the so while the amount of food that your dog will need pound for pound will decrease when you switch to fresh food the cost per pound of the food will increase which i'm interested to hear about your experience but obviously if you're shopping at whole foods for your dog uh it's gonna get expensive and the raw raw dogs are shopping for themselves And then obviously with fresh food, I mean, you can freeze it, but it doesn't have that shelf life of like canned or dry food. So you're probably going to be going to the grocery store more. So just time spent is a little bit more and you have to cook it too. Unless of course you're getting it delivered or buying it from a dog pet store. Yeah. Okay. So lastly, the cons of raw food, both threats to human and dog health from the bacteria and raw meat. I've heard that. Yeah. This is a very, this side story. There's this person I follow on Instagram and he has a video where he eats a whole raw chicken. It's disgusting. Ew. You know (laughs) this person or it's like a blogger? No, I know this person. Oh my God. I just also. Make new friends. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, anyways, this is what like made me think of it. But of course, you should be very careful when you eat raw meat, even like sushi um, or like carpaccio or any like raw uh, beef. Raw beef. It's like uh, thinly sliced raw beef. Basically, anytime you're handling raw food, you need to be careful. Like when you cook raw chicken, you're always careful. You wash your hands. Yeah. So of course... If you're feeding your dog raw meat, be careful. Like, clean up after yourself. And also make sure it's high-quality meat. And you know Did your friend die? No, he is still eating a raw meat diet. It's crazy. Oh, my God. He eats a raw meat diet. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. It's wild. <laughs> does, does he have a dog? I don't know. wonder what his dog eats. Probably raw food. <laughs> that is wild. Oh, my God. I don't think I've met a human. I've met, like, humans who do... The raw diet, like raw vegetables. like fruits and veggies yeah. and nuts and stuff, but like Yep. Mm. Also I'm pretty wow. sure in Japan they have a raw chicken dish, like a almost like a sashimi for raw chicken. Uh-huh. But I've never seen someone like eat a chicken leg <laughs> like That's a whole disgusting. chicken. Disgusting. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Sorry if Hope we're offending anyone who's yeah. eating a raw meat diet, no, but <laughs> no, if you are, please email us. I would love to hear about Very it. Very cur- yes. I'm just We won't baffled. try it, but we, we would not. like to hear about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fatishpodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> good plug, good plug. Okay, so again. Just be careful if you're preparing raw meat for your dog. And then this one's similar to the fresh food con, but you could, you know, if you're just feeding your dog raw meat or raw veggies and not giving them the proper vitamins, nutrition, it's going to be an unbalanced diet. And then this one is kind of sad, but also I think this one applies to a lot of dog owners, uh, but potential for like the bones. If you give a bone to a dog, they may choke on the bone or break their teeth. So... Anyone with a pet that you give them a bone, just be careful. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So that's the cons of raw food. And that is the end of my research. Fun. Well, we'll be back in a second with my experience or I guess Rolly's experience. We're supported by Solana, a socially responsible footwear brand dedicated to the world's transition to sustainability. Solana's shoes are inspired by cultures around the world, and they're impeccably crafted at a family-run atelier in the south of Spain, which is so cool. And they only use vegan and sustainable materials. Their materials include 100% recycled fabrics, natural jute, and recycled ocean plastic, and they are some of the cutest shoes ever. I just got a pair, highly recommend getting a pair. And Solana is a testament to the true espadrille heritage and to our planet. As you all know, we're trying to be as sustainable and recyclable as we can, so they're really, they're just up our alley. Yes, they speak to everything that we preach to all of you. So for all of our listeners, you can get 20% off with the code FADISH20, that's F-A-D, ish20 and you can head over to wearesolana.com that's we are s-o-l-a-n-a.com happy shopping Alrighty, we're back and we are going to dive into 
dive into to the experience. Excited to hear about Rolly. Is he going to speak for himself or? So Rolly will not probably be speaking for himself. He is sitting by the door though. So he's listening in so he can direct okay. me if Perfect. he disagrees with anything I'm saying. <laughs> so I will try to not give you guys every single detail, but I'll be as detailed as I think is relevant to this topic. So <laughs> as we touched on, he was obese for like a solid amount of time, like probably four years, five years. So he should have probably been anywhere from like 13 to 15 pounds. He's, a, he should be like, he's a small dog. He has a very small face, kind of a larger body. I think that's just the way he is. He was 21 pounds when he came to me um, a couple, seven months ago. And so I think, you know, we can joke about him being obese, but ultimately he actually wasn't like happy. He didn't really have energy. He was happy to see people, but he didn't really play. He didn't really walk super well. If you took him out for a walk, he would walk maybe like a quarter of a mile and then like want to lay down. So, I mean, his legs are small. So like carrying all of that weight (laughs) probably wasn't easy on his joints. And so I don't necessarily think it was the food that we were feeding him per se. I think like my mom loves to spoil everyone. And so I think she would just like leave out a ton of food for him and he wouldn't even eat it. I think he just got to a point where it was just like there and it was just always full. So he would graze, but like there wasn't a set time of like, you eat uh, at this time. Okay. Yeah, it was just like a bowl full full of kibble was there. And then like an assortment of treats on a dish that he could pick from when he Oh my won. gosh. But like, he never really <laughs> ate it, right? Like he just, it was always there. So it's I like, feel like when he, you're bored and you go into the kitchen and just eat because you're yeah. bored. I get well, it, so Willie. I, I get it. <laughs> well, so I actually attribute this to similarly to how I grew up in the sense of like, we had everything in our house. Like, chocolate chip waffles, airheads, sour belts, sour patch kids, like anything I wanted. And like, I ate a lot of sugar, but I also feel like it wasn't something I, I don't know, I felt like since it was always there, it wasn't ever like, every single day, I'm gonna have this, you know, because it was just always there. So I feel like that's how he was. You could go three weeks and the same bone was sitting there and he just didn't touch it, you know? And so, (laughs) so yeah, he was eating, when he would eat kibble, he was eating the like, the brand was Blue Buffalo. Again, I don't attribute it fully to his weight being this brand, but it was just like the dry kibble that was like for adult dogs. It was chicken and brown rice. I pulled up what was in it. So I think Blue Buffalo is like a one of the more like trendy brands. So it has, this one has chicken, brown rice, blueberries, glucosamine, carrots, flaxseed, L-cartine, an important amino acid that can support healthy weight, and chicken meal, which is basically, I think, I feel like it's like a combo of chicken bits. That's what my theory is. (laughs) It's like a chicken nugget. Yeah. He liked it. I feel like he ate it. Um, But again, wasn't ever like eager for dinner time or breakfast. It was just kind of always there. He also was having like a lot of um, paw rashes, which... He was licking his paws. It was, like, almost chewed raw to the point that he, like, didn't have hair. So we weren't sure if it was, like, food allergy or if it was he was anxious. Because for anyone who's met him, he is a little bit anxious. Doesn't really like too many people. He, he like, loves people. But if there's a group of eight or more in the house, he, like, will excuse himself and go and sit, (laughs) sit in the other room. We threw a brunch for him, like, three years ago. And there was probably, what? 
15 to 20 people here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was raining outside, so we couldn't go on to, like, the patio balcony area. And so we were all pretty much in the house. And as someone was coming in, he went outside the front door and sat out there because he just, like, couldn't handle it anymore. Um, so he... He's like tends to be a little anxious, so we weren't sure if he was having like allergy to the food, allergy to the environment, or just like was anxious. So like that was kind of the something else that was happening. And so he arrived here, and I was like, "We need to sort this out because I feel bad for the guy. Also, I don't have time to take him on a 0.25 mile walk that's gonna take me nowhere. Like it was so bad to the point that." I'd have to pick him up if I wanted to, like, go get lunch. If I wanted to go grab lunch, I, like, couldn't even walk him there. Yeah, so that's, like, where where we started. I went to Healthy Spot. If anyone has not been to Healthy Spot, honestly, props to their salespeople because they sell you on everything that you do not need, but, like, you do need at the same time. And so (laughs) it was honestly great. They told me that chicken is actually one of the most common allergens, so if you try a different kind of food, maybe you'll see if his rashes kind of go away at all. And so we tried switching him to a chicken kibble. He didn't really like, I mean, sorry, a turkey kibble. He didn't really like navigate anywhere more towards that. Um, The funny thing that's like so embarrassing to say out loud is I did say to the healthy spot girl, I was like, he doesn't eat red meat. And John was, like, so embarrassed. And I was, like, about is he concerned about his environmental footprint? Like, yes, he does not eat red meat. That's just what he doesn't eat. Um, and so... Oh, that's amazing. Well, our options were pretty limited. And honestly, the reason he doesn't is because we don't... I think if, if he's able... If there's other dog food out there that provides a balanced diet and he doesn't have to do that, then I'd prefer that. Um, mm-hmm. So we were, like, willing to give it to him if he needed it. But we were trying to exhaust the other options first. We then switched to canned foods. We did like half can, half kibble, which like I think worked a little bit better, but we also like started to portion control. So like if he didn't eat it, we took it away. It was like you you got to eat during this time right. when you're not eating. <laughs> so like that helped. And then we, again, from Healthy Spot, we switched to this Nulo freestyle brand, um, salmon, turkey, and chickpea canned food. And he liked that. It's grain free. So, you know, we didn't, I didn't know that the grains added to the weight. So I guess maybe that's good that he was eating a grain free one. Oh, and I was going to talk to you guys about price. So a big bag, like a 15 pound bag of dry dog foods, like $35 from that brand. A can from this brand is like $3. The big bag lasts you honestly months. I feel like it lasts forever. But then this canned food lasts you like three servings like three or four servings depending on how big your dog is and how much you should be feeding them so like three dollars it's it's almost like a dollar a day could be three dollars a day if you have a big dog right so right to mia's point price escalates quickly there and then i was like you know we should try making at this point i'm just like a crazy (laughs) dog parent and i'm like we should just make him dog food so we made instant pot dog food from like this recipe online and because of this whole thing about like you have to make sure they get the right vitamins and stuff they were having you add like I had to add a banana I had to add blueberries and like Mm. at this one it just sounded it honestly smelled disgusting oh I had to blend 
eggshells and put eggshells in there. Like, Whoa, interesting. There was all kinds of things I had to put in here. It was just slimy and gross, and he did not want to eat it. <laughs> it was <laughs> like, like what are you feeding and, me, mom? What I know. The fuck? It, <laughs> it was gross, yeah. That's then when I was like, okay, what other options are there? So Healthy Spot sells a, like fresh dog food that's in the freezer, and it's just a turkey recipe, and he liked that. And so at this point, we're like, We've navigated away from the dry food and we've navigated a little bit to the point of like, okay, he's like ready for dinner a little. Still didn't lose a ton of weight. We switched to the fresh dog food and like he loves it. Eats it instantly. (laughs) And then what problem we started to notice was he didn't drink water. And so go back to the, the friendly folks at Healthy Spot and they sold me on bone broth. So he gets bone broth that comes in the freezer I have to like microwave it so it's like heated oh to a safe gosh. level to consume. And then I pour that over his fresh dog food. And so that's what he was eating from Healthy Sot. We started to notice a definite shift in like energy. So it got to a point where it was pricey. I think I want to say a like tub of it was maybe like $7. And then that lasted about three days. Oh, wow. Maybe the tub was like $9 and it lasted three days. It okay. was a little bit more expensive than the canned food but he really liked it It, you could tell it was like real turkey and then you know he's having the broth over it so he's living living the best life and so eating real good yeah and then we switched to farmer's dog so similar to what you were saying about ollie i think actually all of the online ones do the customization so you go through a survey on both of them honestly the reason i picked farmer's dog i had a promo code for ollie and the, their sign-up flow didn't work. So if you're a product manager there, you should really look into that. Because as soon as I got to, like, the checkout, it wouldn't let me check out. And so I, I switched to a farmer's dog. But, yeah, so the way farmer's dog works is you go through a survey. You say, like, my dog is however much, however many pounds. He should be in this range. He's, like, semi-active. He has allergies. And at this point, his, like, rashes has started to go down a little. And so we were, like, we assume that it was the chicken. So we say he has an allergy to chicken. He has, he licks his paws. You know, we, like, say all of these things that are concerns that he has going on. Then they tell you, like, based off of your answers, here's a recipe. So it's not, like, it's actually not. Uh. Yeah, they don't make them custom to your dog they like ask you these questions and then it like falls under a bucket of type of food you should get and then all they customize is the amount of calories per serving okay that makes sense yeah so there's actually a website where you can do this for your dog and i can't remember what it's called but if you just googled like a nutrition or calorie counter for dogs it'll tell you what what basically you should be giving them in terms of calorie count um so like Rollies is I think he should be having like 300 calories a day of that like 250 are food and then the other 50 can be treats we are shooting a little under that as he's like in his his you know weight loss period so he can <laughs> calorie get down. deficiency <laughs> exactly the thing I will say like we do the broth still with the farmer's dog food and he is like starving like the poor dog is ready for food at all hours now. And like, so that's, you know, a complete change from what it was six months ago where he just like didn't even care to eat. But what's also really great is that he's definitely been way more active, energetic, like 
really likes to run. Like we have this trail back here that you can like take your dog off the leash. Um, and he like runs on it and is just like so happy. He'll walk like five miles. He's literally like a different dog. Um, he's lost five pounds. So he's almost at his goal weight. But yeah, I think the only thing is like, he seems like he's starving. Like he will eat <laughs> whenever. <laughs> um, he gets like an appetizer before breakfast. He gets a little lunch treat and then he gets like a pre-dinner treat. They're all like really small, but he still gets a little bit more. And mm -hmm. he just seems starving. But Aww, I don't know if it's just guy. he like, likes the food and wants more. I then switched to one that's it's in Manhattan Beach. It's called Just Food for Dogs. And they also make like fresh dog food. They have like a kitchen and they, it's like wild caught fish and like all different kinds, like they have venison, they have all different kinds of things. Oh, I missed the pricing on Farmer's Dog. So Farmer's Dog gets shipped to my door, frozen in sustainable packaging. It's great. Comes out to $4 a day. So $2 per meal, which like okay. is pricier than kind of all the other options. But right. very convenient. And like what's $4 that's very a day convenient. for my dog, you know? Yeah. Um, that's not as bad as I thought it'd be. I thought it'd be more than that. Yeah. Well, so now go to Just Food for Dogs and they have like different kinds of meat. And so did you look at this at all of like if dogs should be changing up their kinds of meat? I didn't. Okay. Because I think that that's something that I've heard about. Again, the healthy spot gossip that I got is like <laughs> they should be changing up their kind of meat just because it's, I don't know. I honestly have no idea why. So if anyone knows the answer to that, let us know. But so I was like, why don't we try something else? So I was, maybe you can try venison, which is red meat, I guess. But <laughs> um, and then I felt really bad because I saw a video of a deer that got shot. Did you see this mm -mm. video? It was on the internet. <laughs> the... Uh, like hunter you know killed a deer or a doe and her like partner came and like was like hit pawing at her oh, like all crying and the hunters were like standing right there recording it and like there was the caption was like how sad is it that this guy male deer was willing to risk his life to like check on her and was like Aww. he was like Basically, like, screaming. It was so sad. Oh, yeah. that's sad. So I was like, no more venison for you, Rolly. That's just not, <laughs> not going to be a thing. Um, and then have you seen the sea documentary on Netflix about sea seafood? Not sea yet. Seaspiracy. Okay. It's on now, my list. Now we're like, does Rolly not eat fish? Either? Oh, gosh. Now we're, now we're not sure. <laughs> um, and so, and, like, I've seen a picture of a turkey farm for Thanksgiving. So, like, don't even get me started as to who should even be eating that. But. I know you shouldn't be feeding a dog a vegetarian diet. I did look into that. <laughs> but anyways, I go to this place. He gets like this wild cod and sweet potato recipe that has like, you know, vitamins added and all of that stuff. That one's by far the most expensive. I think it comes out to like eight, seven. Wow. It's between like six and eight dollars a day. Okay. Full the price, but he seems to really like it. And the portion size is bigger for the same amount of calories. So I kind of mm. feel like he gets to eat more, but same calories. So it's like more fulfilling, um, but he still seems like he's starving. So like, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we definitely are like switching between the two. He got from there turkey and macaroni. It was like, what, what? yum. Yeah, um, it smelled pretty <laughs> so gross. <good>. But, <laughs> but yeah, so they, they have like all different kinds. By the way, we're not sponsored by any of these people. This is all just life. Long story short, 
He has tried all of them except raw. I do not have any plans on touching raw meat, so that will not be happening here. Didn't think Um, so. But I think fresh food has definitely been the best for him. He is, like, visibly... He... So he, like, for sure lost his libido and was, like, not really a humper. And now if, like, people come over, he's, like, so excited and, like, he only humps (laughs) his blanket, but he really goes to town on it, which... He really does. I'm sure he's probably going to throw me a look because he doesn't want that to be on advertised. But I think, like, that's kind of the proof of his, like, whole energy and, like, outlook on life has changed, I feel, and, like... He's, like, so happy now, and he really looks forward to his walks, and, like, I don't know. I think he just, like, seems seems stoked. His paws are, like, much, much better. You can tell when he's anxious. Like, if I have calls all day and I haven't, like, look, he sits under my desk all day while I work. If I, like, haven't really paid attention to him, he'll, like, start licking his paws, and then I have to, like, pay attention to him. Yeah, so I think he still has, like, some anxiety, but definitely so much better um he has separation issues always has and I think kind of always will but me and Brittany were over and he stayed with Brittany the whole time did not even come to me so I feel like he's getting better at at managing that as well so oh that's great yeah have you noticed anything with like his uh fur because I know that was like one of the benefits like a shinier coat so he's always had really nice fur. Like, I feel like he's always been okay. so soft. I kind of feel like it's the same, if anything. Like, he's getting a little older, so the color's changing. So I can't tell if his hair is getting, like, more coarse because he's just getting old. Something I was going to note on is the teeth. Because he did go to the vet, and I asked them to do if he needed, like, a deep teeth cleaning. And they said he had, like, great teeth health. And I do give him... His treats are... He chews them. Like, they're not jerky style or like um he eats like these ocean chews that are just like dried fish that like takes a long time to chew so I feel like and he eats like dental bones to like help with that so maybe that's just what it is yeah so that's that was something that I thought it was interesting he doesn't seem to be having any dental issues so that's that's good good. yeah and he's been eating fresh food now for like five months at least so nice do you think you'll ever do like homemade fresh food or you'll just continue with like the delivery no. service or buying. I think after that first time trying it, it's not worth the effort. It was honestly pretty expensive to make and he didn't like it. And <laughs> I don't know, it, it just, I didn't know if it was even balanced. Like maybe I was doing him a disservice, right? Mm-hmm. Like if, if someone else can do the balancing for me, I would rather do that. And we have canned that like salmon, turkey, sweet potato canned stuff. We have it in the pantry as like emergency if like, the power goes out or something like that we can't feed him his other food but shelf life too of fresh food like you were mentioning is super short so like as you as soon as you open a pack you have to eat it with it he has to eat it within like three days and so i think turkey you can have for like four or five days fish is like two to three days it's definitely um something to be mindful of because you don't want to give your dog any spoiled food either yeah, that's a good point. This one was fun because I didn't have to try it, but I kind of had to because I was like going all around town trying different ones, buying different ones for Roly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So. I'm happy to hear he's he's doing great. He looks great. Yeah. So it seems to be working, which is awesome. Yeah. And he's, yeah, he's slimming down. He'll be at that 15 pounds in no time. So. <laughs> 
And I actually got a couple of listener stories or listener feedback. Sounds pretty similar to Rolly. So this one is from Kat. She actually runs the Pasta Ragazza blog. So she does food blogging. Everyone should follow her. Her stuff looks awesome. We'll link her in a bio or, or in our stories. Yes. But she, I noticed on her story, she was cooking food for her dogs. At first, I just thought she was like making food. But it was for her dogs, not for humans. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she sent in that. So every week she bakes her dogs um, a mix of ground turkey, chopped organic vegetables, and pasture-raised eggs. So high-key, high-quality ingredients. And then she adds the mixture and the multivitamins to the grain-free kibble. So she does a mix of fresh and kibble and the multivitamins. Okay, nice. So she is pretty aware of like what they need um, in terms of vitamins and nutrition. Nice. And she says that they love the mixture. She They love the meatballs. Aww. It keeps them regular and it only takes a couple minutes for her to prep. Nice. And it just makes them happy all week long, God. which is amazing. That's the best. Happy pup <laughs> is the goal. Happy pups. So that's a good like... Good example of doing both fresh mixed with the kibble. And then we have our other listener and friend, Caitlin. So Caitlin has a little long-haired wiener dog whose best friend is a golden retriever named Spinach. So it's Roosevelt and Spinach. (laughs) And so Spinach's mom, so not um, our friend, but Spinach's mom will actually make food from scratch. So she does the homemade food. She makes it herself. And she gives them boiled organs and chicken gizzards, and they love it. Rue Roosevelt, like the little wiener dog, won't eat any packaged fresh food options anymore because he just will only eat the homemade food or his kibble. Oh, interesting. That's also another, (laughs) I guess, funny, like, if they have a really good homemade meal, they don't want I've heard that of, like, (laughs) if you spoil them and they really only like, like, one kind of meat, then they won't eat the other stuff. Right. My dog's just starving, so he's going to eat it all. (laughs) So, yeah, it seems like it's pretty positive feedback all around with that fresh food. Yeah. Well, that's great. I'm glad there isn't any major risk. I think biggest is the make sure it's balanced. But if you're buying it pre-made, that should be good. Um, Keep their teeth sharp and should be well. All right. Well, this was fun. Rolly is asleep. Did, yeah, thank you, Rolly. Give it, him some yeah. pets for me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, so our upcoming episodes, we haven't announced them. So we'll just tease them off for you if you've listened all the way to the end. This was definitely a longer episode than normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so coming up next, we have uh, sleep. So we've talked about this kind of at the beginning of like how to, you know, do optimal sleep, performance sleeping how's the best way to like hit your circadian rhythm, all of that stuff. And then I'll be trying the heavy metal smoothie, which comes from the medical medium. He also has, I think like the brains behind making celery juice become a fad of like, mm-hmm. I think he wrote a book about it. So no idea what the heavy metal smoothie is supposed to do, but <laughs> I'll be doing that. And then lastly, Mia is doing intermittent fasting so she can share her experience with that. And then we actually will have, we're planning on having some special guests, some fad spurts come on. So we're working on that for all of you as well. Yeah. And again, if you all want to try these fads with us, please do so. 
email us, DM us, send us your experiences, and then we'll feature you on the episodes. Yes. Yes. So we will see you all next week. But until then, stay fantastic. Bye. Bye.